welcome to the Fully Free Podcast with your host, Taylor Lee. This is the podcast to get real about what it takes to become the wealthiest and happiest version of you. After creating my first seven-figure year, 12 months after having my first baby, I am on a mission to show as many women as possible how they can create tons of money in their online business with the most ease and joy possible. I'm here to inspire you and guide you with weekly episodes on money, marketing, life, and all things online business. All right, let's dive in to this week's episode. Hello, everyone. You guys are in for a total treat today. I am so excited for this guest. Brooklyn Jolly is here today to teach you guys and share with you guys how (laughs) she runs a six-figure coaching business in 20 hours a week. We also have Ruby here for the intro, um, but she won't be here during the interview, unfortunately. Um, But anyway, you guys, Brooklyn is a client of mine, so I know and I can vouch that she is the real deal. She really does this as a mom, makes six figures in 20 hours a week, crazy toddler running around. Yeah, I can relate. So anyway, you guys, Brooklyn Jolly is a life coach school, certified life and business coach. She specializes in helping female entrepreneurs make six figures in their businesses while only working 20 hours a week, just like she does. And she's a mom to a crazy toddler, Olive, and has been married to her husband, Colton, for seven years. She's obsessed with Disneyland, self-help books, and really long naps. I love that. I feel that. And I'm so freaking excited for you guys to hear all the good stuff Brooklyn has to share with you. So let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Fully Free Podcast. I'm so excited to be here today with Brooklyn to talk about building a six-figure business while working 20 hours a week or less. So hi, Brooklyn. Hello. This is so fun. Thank you so much for coming on today. I'm so excited for everyone to hear about what you've built with your business. Absolutely. I feel uh, honored to be here on your podcast that I love so much. (laughs) Sometimes people, uh, some of the guests say that where they're like, wow, I'm going to hear myself on your podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know, listen to myself in the shower. (laughs) I love that. Oh my gosh. Okay. (laughs) But I listen, so. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. So tell us a little bit before we dive into all the really good stuff, just a little bit about who you are, what you do, that sort of thing. Yeah. So I consider myself a business coach. That would be the title I tell people. And what I love to do is help women make money. Like that's my, my whole niche in a nutshell is I love helping women make money and, and, I like to combine like strategy and mindset similar to you that there's like a lot of strategy that's important. And then the mindset is like the really fun, deep work because that's the stuff that really makes the difference. So I really like combining the two with my clients. I work one-on-one with clients. I have some group programs and a membership and 
seriously like love what I do. I love that. And your mom, which I always love talking to moms on the show because yes. I know a lot of people listen because they love to hear about that. Yeah. Um, and then tell us a little bit about um, your family. So I know you're a mom to a little toddler girl. And then mm-hmm. is your husband home with you guys? Yeah, good question. So my daughter will be three in July. And so she was almost one when I started the business. Uh, this business was super fun. So we're coming up on two years. She's the wildest thing ever. Um, <laughs> she has so much energy and is so sassy. And then my husband, yeah, he actually, we thought we, we moved a couple years ago. And when we moved, we thought he would be able to go remote for his job. And that ended up not being an option, which was really surprising. And so at that moment, we decided to go all in on my business and we had just sold our house. So we had some equity to live off of and invest in my business. And it just like exploded in the best way possible. Um, And so, yeah, he's home now. He is the full-time, mostly caretaker of my daughter. So when people are like, how do you do it all? I'm like, I literally have childcare. That's how you do it all. (laughs) You get help. And um, he also, I started out, you did too, but started out in Facebook ads and then it morphed into coaching and he's taken over that piece of the business. So he does work about 10 hours a week uh, as a Facebook ads manager, but is mostly the stay at home dad. So super fun. I love that. So, wow. Well, you already gave us a little bit of your story, but I just, I want to go into that because I think it's so cool how you started your business with a baby, a one-year-old, right? Like Mm -hmm. I have built my business up with a baby and being a first time mom, but I got to kind of get started (laughs) before that for a few years. So let's, let's back up a bit. Tell me, how did you, cause I always just love hearing this. How did you like find the coaching industry, get started and know that this was like what you were meant to do? Cause I know a lot of people kind of wonder that for themselves, you know, like, is this what I should do? Like, I love hearing that story from people. Hey, real quick, if you're loving this episode and you want to make my day, take a quick screenshot, upload it to your Instagram stories and tag me at underscore the Taylor Lee. I literally love seeing you guys pop up in my DMs, getting to say hi to you. Plus it helps other people find the show, which you guys know means the absolute world to me. And then I get to share you with my audience. So it's a win-win. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. Back to the show. Yeah, it's such a funny story because back then I was actually nannying. And so I had twins that I nannied and then my daughter. So I had three under one and it was crazy, but so fun. And when we were moving, we decided to move to my husband's small town that he grew up in just because that's where we knew we wanted to raise our family. Mm -hmm. And we again thought he could go remote ended up not being able to but at that time I was like I'm bringing in about a thousand dollars a month from my nanny and stuff and I would like to continue to bring that amount of money in that was it like I just want to make a thousand dollars that was our fun money our let's go to the movies save for Disneyland trips like was Mm -hmm. the Brooklyn could buy a new purse without it wrecking the budget money so 
I, that was the plan. And I actually got targeted for some ads on learning how to be a Facebook ads manager. And so I took a course and I was like, I could make a thousand dollars a month doing this. And that's how the business started. But like within a month, I, my clients were asking if I could like quote unquote coach them on their businesses. So they were just like, can I pay you for an hour of your time to just like pick your brain? And I was like, uh, sure. Like I'll take money, however it can come right now. Um, and then I just realized how much more I loved coaching versus like just being the back end strategy person. And so, uh, that's, I, I kind of had already been introduced to the coaching world through a coach's podcast that I listened to. And then I joined her membership. So I was really familiar with certain aspects of the coaching industry. And then a lot of my clients were coaches and I was just like, if they can do it, I can do it. And that was kind of how it got started. I love that because it's kind of similar to my story. So it makes me smile. It's like, oh, I know. <laughs> we get it. Because when I got started, I was like, okay, if I can just make $2,000 a month, like I'm going to be doing so great. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I was graduating college. Like that's a lot of money for a college student. Um, and then, yeah, doing the services. And then I hear that from so many people. And that's exactly what happened with me. People want to pick your brain. And I was letting people pick my brain for free. And then I heard about this thing called coaching and I'm like, wait a minute, <laughs> Yeah, I'm doing that already in my business, but I do that part for free. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So you can be paid for that. I love that. So here's what I want to know is how long, let's get into the juicy details. How long did it take you to start making that thousand dollars a month? And then how long did it start taking you to make six figures in your business a year? Okay. These are really good questions. I made 2000 my first month in my business. So June of 2019, I brought in just over $2,000. And I just like, remember I kept getting on calls and I just believed this is where like that belief. Like I look back and people are like, how did you do it? I'm like, I literally believed everybody needed Facebook ads. And so when I would get on a call with them, there was like no doubt in my mind that they needed it. And so I'm like, they're all going to say yes. So like one after another, I just like kept closing clients. Um, and they just kept saying yes. And then I made $2,000. And I think that like how that happened, was I just, I was like, I'm totally going to fall on my face. Like, I'm totally going to say the wrong thing. I I was so scared of sales calls. Like I literally, <laughs> my daughter would be going to bed and I would just be like praying that she wouldn't be like crying because our house wasn't that big. And I would lock myself in the basement and like <laughs> close the door and literally lay on the floor. Like I didn't have like a desk or anything, just like laid on the floor with my binder and like took notes and then they'd be like, yes, I'm in. And I'm like, cool, I'll send you a PayPal invoice. Let's do this. Um, so I did make money really quickly. And I think a lot of that was because one, I believed in, in what I was selling. And like two, I was just so willing to like epically fail at sales calls if I had to like, and just learn as I went. Um, six figures. So my first, I'm trying to think exactly 2020, we made almost 150,000. It was like 147,000 in revenue for 2020. Uh, yay! So 
the first six, oh no, seven months, because June. So seven, first seven months of my business, we made about 25,000. And so my goal for 2020 was to basically replicate that plus a little bit. So to do 50,000, which would replace my husband's income. And then I made 50,000 in a few months. And I was like, well, <laughs> I guess we're upping that goal because we already hit it. <laughs> and my first 10K month was March of 2019 no 2020 2020 and it was kind of like 10k months from there on so I guess by March I was running a six-figure business that is so cool what do you think were a couple of the biggest things that allowed you you know you said you made 2000 the first month correct Yes. Yeah. And I did 2000 for quite a few months before I like jumped up to 5k and then 10k. And your goal was 1k a month. So it's like, when you look at the numbers that way, it's like 10k is a lot more than 1k. So like a lot of people struggle to even wrap their head around that. Right. Of course. Remember it's huge. We both probably did. So what do you think made that like helped you get there, you know, to like be able to make that much more a month, um, which sounds like was a really big deal for you and your family. Yeah, it totally was. Cause I think in the back of my mind, we always wondered like, what if my husband has to find a job? Like, and for a long time, people were always sending him like job applications. Like you should come work here and you should come work at this place. And, you know, they'd be like 40 to 50 K jobs. And I'm like, we can make that. Like, I can make that. Like, don't go to work. We can make that for sure. Um, but I think like for me, the incremental like increases came really easily. Like I was like, if I could do 2000, I could probably do 3000. If I could do 3000, I could probably do like 5000. And so it was like just a little bit at a time all the way up to those 10K months. And the number one thing that I'm like always teaching my clients about the money is like high intention and low attachment. So I always have like the highest intentions of like, who knows, like this could be a 50 K month. This could be a 500 K year. Like who knows? And if not, that's okay. Like if not, it doesn't mean anything about who I am. And so that was kind of the, it was the first time in my life. I let go of the perfection. It was the first time in my life that I was like, I am not going to like freaking sit around and plan for three years and then start my business. I'm just going to tell people, Hey, I'm running Facebook ads. If you have a business and you want ads, like come hire me. (laughs) And then I was like, Hey, I'm a coach. I can help you with your business. Like if you want to hire me, here's how to hire me. And it was, I didn't have a website. Like I didn't have anything fancy. It was just the first time in my life that I decided perfection isn't required here. I love what you said, high intention, low attachment. I feel like that's something I'll even be saying <laughs> moving yeah. forward because that's like, that's like the simplest way to put it. That is so important. And I have a question in a minute that will kind of play on that, but I kind of wanted to point out, it sounds like you let yourself take baby steps, so to speak, where it's like, you were good with being at 2k a month for a few months and then you went to the next level and then to the next level and Mm -hmm. I think that's so important to point out because when you hear your story it's like you pretty much made six figures in your first full year it sounds like or at least by your second year right like yeah my first full year I yeah 2020 was almost 150k 
which is crazy. And like, I know you and we've been working together for a, a while and things like that, but it's still like even crazy for me to hear, like, that's really quick to do that. But, and it sounds like such a big leap, but then at the same time, it's like there was baby steps. And there was a moment for me with my teachings around pricing where mm-hmm. I was like, oh, wait a minute. Cause I, when I started charging 10 K for clients, um, which I just felt really called to do in my first year, um, but like 10 months in. Right. But then yeah. people forget, like when I was doing services, like my first client was $7 an hour. And then I went to <laughs> 10 with the next client. And then a couple more clients later, right. 12. And when I charged $12 an hour for a client, I was like freaking out excited. I was like $12 an hour. That is insane money. Like I was so happy. But totally see that part. And sometimes we kind of forget to share it. It's like, it looks like you and even I have taken these huge leaps and we have, and there's little baby steps that lead to that. And I point that out because it sounds like you agree, like there is no shame in the baby step game. (laughs) That's what I want to say. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, I always tell my clients when they're, if they're getting caught up in like the, oh, but it's not happening right now. I'm like, yeah, but imagine in five years, if you're still doing this, like imagine in five years, if you're still selling this thing, like it's going to compound at some point. And I think that's what happened in, you know, the March of 2020. Cause it was like, I had done like 2k, 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 3k, 5k, 5k, 5k. And then all of a sudden it was like this 10k month. Like it wasn't like a five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. 10. Like all of a sudden it was like doubled. And I think at some point like that scale just tipped and like the value had been enough. People trusted me enough. I believed in myself enough. And yeah, I'm like, I'm always like, there's no shame in the baby steps. I'm like, just make, you know, get out and make some money. That's once you feel what it feels like to make money, it's just a muscle that you're practicing using. Like making money is just a skill. And like every, every time you make money, you're like putting in a rep and it like that muscle gets like a little bit stronger. So I love that. And I want to ask you about this because it's different than my journey of how you really started your business and grew it all while I mean, it sounds like, and I know you said you had like a little money to live off of and you had sold the house and whatnot, but like, it kind of feels like there was, or there could have easily been a lot of pressure on your shoulders, right? Like with your husband's job not working out and then people are sending you guys like jobs that he should take on for 50 grand a year. And then you're crazy enough to say like, oh no, I can make that much money. But I kind of want to talk about this because it's so different than my journey. And people ask me this all the time. How did you like... I mean, you tell us in your own words what it felt like, but how did you let that not feel so stressful and overwhelming and maybe let it motivate you or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, there definitely was a little bit of security in that we had made a, you know, a good chunk of money from selling our house. The housing market in Utah is insane right now. So we did have enough that we're like, we could survive for a while if I made no money. Um, but those first couple months, my husband was still working. And so I did just work in the evenings, like seven o'clock. Those were the good old days. My baby went to bed right at seven o'clock every night. And I would just like, that's when I took sales calls. That's when I did my work. That's when I did marketing. I'd go lock myself in a room and get on Instagram stories. And like, that's, that's like how it started. And then I think the way that I like kept, I mean, the pressure came on. That's the thing is like, we have human brains. So of course 
my brain, like, what if this doesn't work? What if he has to get a job? What if you guys can't actually live in the small town? Cause there's not a lot of viable, like higher paying jobs here or whatever. And I just like, I don't know. I just kept telling myself like, but other people have done it. Like other people have done it. So why not me? Like, why not me? And I would run the math. I always, I always run the math. I'm such like a nerd on like, but what if you had this many people sign up at this amount? And so I would just like run the numbers. Like if I had X amount of clients, that would be more than enough to pay our bills. And for sure, there's that many people in this world who want Facebook ads. And the Facebook ads thing was only around for a few months before coaching became the main source of income for me. Um, And so then I was just like, oh my gosh, there's like a bajillion coaches out there. And I know at least a little bit more than them in business. Like I know I can help them. And worst case scenario, there's a lot of gas stations here. So we could go work at the gas station if we had to, you know, was like, I knew that we would be okay because there were options and, and somebody else had done it. So why not me? I think a lot of the pressure, even when there is real pressure, because like me hearing your story, I'm like, that sounds like it could be so stressful. Even if you have quite a bit of money in the bank from a house sale or whatever, it's like, yeah, it's, it's the thing is, is there's always a choice. It was definitely an option and an easy option to focus on like every month that goes by. And, and, you know, you were making money in your business quickly, but you know, even then, like I see it all the time with clients and even in myself, this self-inflicted pressure. And I'm sure you felt it too, of course, but, um, I love what you're saying, you know, playing with the numbers, letting yourself get excited about that. And you have two options. You can play with the numbers in a way where you're like, yeah, but what if I got this many people in this program? Yeah. But what if I signed a client at this price? Or you can play with the numbers of like, what if six more months go by and we're out of money? Like <laughs> the first option is a lot better. <laughs> well, they have clients that are like, I haven't made money in this amount of days. I'm like, why are you counting that? <laughs> yeah. Let's look at the other numbers that we have to play with here. The worst number to track, like totally. And and for sure there were days that it was stressful. And I remember there were days that I cried and told my husband, like, I don't like being the breadwinner. (laughs) I want to go back to just playing with the babies. But like, I don't know, the highs outweighed the lows. And it was just that, that belief that I, I just, I just kept practicing the belief, like I could do this. I could do this. And I didn't set out to create a six figure business my first year. Like that was one thing I always told people like, I might be 80 before I have my first six figure year, but I'm like, I'm for sure going to be a coach until I make a six figure year. Like we're going to be a six figure coach. I'm going to be a little old granny coaching people and having my first six figure year because I'm not quitting until I get there. And you know, that first year 25 K felt like a million dollars. Cause it was, it was like, oh my gosh, that replaces my husband's income. And then to have it just even compound more and make, you know, 150, my almost 150, my first full year in 2020, I was just like, that wasn't the plan. You know, the plan was 50 K, but I was committed to being a six figure coach, no matter what. I love that. Oh, so powerful. And then before we move into the 20 hour work weeks and stuff like that, I just wanted to um, shine a light on, you've mentioned a few times, like, you know, if she can do it, I can do it. Why not me looking at other people as proof. And I want to bring that up because just 
everything I I've just had so much awareness this year of like everything's just a perspective there's always another perspective there's always another option but just like you could think that way it's easy for people to really compare themselves and think well she's doing it and I'm not anywhere near as cool as her pretty as her smart as her so I love that you used what other people were doing as actual proof Yeah. And, you know, like plug for coaching here for whoever you decide to hire as a coach, like having a coach to walk me through some of that stuff. Cause for sure, like I would like, I'm overweight and I was like, well, I'm not skinny enough or pretty enough. I don't have long enough hair. I don't have blonde enough hair. I don't have, you know, like for sure those things came up. Like it wasn't like, oh, I just have all the belief in myself. But when those things came up, I had invested in the support that I needed to, to like show me it was possible and to help me find the value in myself as I am and know that, yeah, I can change things about myself if I want, but it doesn't mean I can't make money right now. Uh, That was like having support through courses or coaches or masterminds has been like, for sure, a big piece of like getting to where I am. Yeah. Cause when you think those thoughts, you can feel so alone in them. And then, you know, you bring them to your mastermind or your coach and it's like, yep, <laughs> that's normal. <laughs> we all feel that now. And here's how you shift it. And here's how, you know, you can be supported through it. Totally. Get For yourself sure. a coach if you don't have one. So important. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only have you built a six figure business, you did that with a one-year-old, soon to be three-year-old. She's so freaking cute. I love when you post her on your Instagram because I can just tell she has a lot of sass and so does my daughter. So I'm like, yeah. okay, they would be best. I to look forward to. She, she's like a who, I love seeing her. She does some crazy stuff. Like you post her on her like little four-wheeler thing. And like, <laughs> yeah, her gymnastics bar. Yeah, and- gymnastics, oh my God, so cool and fun. You guys, I am so excited to announce that we have a few spots open right now in the inner circle, which is my high level mastermind for women who are ready to create their quarter of a million dollar year and beyond. So if you are one of my six figure badass listeners and you are so ready for 20K months and beyond, then my mastermind, the inner circle is for you and is proven to help women get there. You will get access to my quarter of a million dollar coach training program, unlimited group Voxer access with me. I'm in there every day, Monday through Friday, talking to the women, which means you're going to learn from other women's questions. You're always going to have some type of motivational audio clip in there from me to really keep you inspired and and motivated and focused and working on the right things, most importantly, and two group Zoom calls a month. We keep this container to 12 women max, so every question you put in Voxer is guaranteed to get answered. And if you show up for those Zoom calls, you are guaranteed time on that call to talk to me on video face-to-face and work through whatever it is you need. Planning your month, planning your launch, getting in the right mindset, shifting your mindset, um, strategizing how to make more sales, all the things that I know you guys want help with. Plus that training program I mentioned literally lays out step-by-step how I went from six figures to multiple six figures, everything from the business model to the pricing to the lead generation and the audience growth and the the content and the selling and the automation and everything that you are going to need. So if this is you 
If you're making six figures and you are so ready for more, then you can go to thetaylorlee.com slash inner circle to apply. And after you apply, I will be in touch via email or on Instagram DM um, to chat with you about getting started and we can get you onto our next call and into our Voxer chat and into that training program and slaying your quarter of a million, maybe half a million dollar year. I want to talk about that. I want to talk about how you've done this in 20 hour weeks. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah, I... This is one of my favorite things to talk about because when I started my business, I was working 40 hours a week. And here's why, because somebody told me Mm -hmm. in your first year of business, you have to work at least 40 hours a week in your business. That Mm. like period, somebody told me that. And it was somebody I loved and respected. And I was like, okay, that's the thing. So like walked down my calendar, told my husband, got to work this much. (laughs) And then one day I realized I'm like, I'm like half watching Netflix most of the day. Like mm-hmm. <laughs> what if, and this is what I started playing with uh, was time. Like what if I could get all of my work done in 35 hours a week? And so then I just kind of like tucked my schedule a little bit and was like, okay, hey, I'm just going to like work like one less hour every day of the week and just see what happens. And then I was like, what if I could do it in 30 hours? What if I could do it in 25 hours? Like I just slowly, like again, those baby steps, like down to um, 20, like most of the time I only work 20 hours a week. Occasionally if I'm like creating a course or something, it'll go up to close to 25, but I really don't let myself work more than that because I want to also have a lot of free time. I want to have a very spacious business. Um, but I'm like, I did start out working 40 hours. And then within a few months, I was like, this is not required. Like it is not required to work 40 hours a week to make six figures. And that was again, like playing with the numbers, playing with the hours of like, okay, what if I had this amount of calls a week and I spent this much time marketing on Instagram and I spent this much time on my personal development and I just plugged in all the hours and I was like, I do not need 40 hours to do this. Like, there's no way I need 40 hours to do this. And so, and I didn't have a team back then either. Like only in the last couple months have I hired an assistant for a few hours a week and a graphic designer because I want to work even less. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But yeah, like the 20 hours a week, I'm like, you can have a six figure business in 20 hours a week. It's just a matter of prioritizing like what's going to actually like move the needle in my business and what are the things that don't have to happen. And that's exactly what I wanted to ask you is through you playing with this concept and really committing to these 20 hour weeks, what have you found? And I know you probably go really in depth with this with your clients. So like quickly crash course style, like what are the things in a coaching business that are actually top priority? And then what are some of the things that you think people think? our priority, but maybe aren't even required or don't need as much attention as we tend to give them. Yeah. So I, um, what I help my clients with is, and what I have done for my business is make sure that in some way, shape or form, new people are getting to know who I am and what I do. For a long time, I did engagement on Instagram to make that happen. Like engaging with people like 
telling them their dog was cute, getting to know them, asking them about their stuff, like not in a creepy way, but literally just like, I just want to expand the number of people who know who I am and what I do. Not like, oh, I hope this person signs with me. Does that make sense? Like, (laughs) it's just like, let's expand. Um, So kind of like growing your audience. And then there's the nurturing of your audience, like giving to them, loving them, being there for them, selling to them. Um, and then providing like a really great experience for them. And so that's kind of like my, and mindset work. That's the other one. It's like, that's like my main, like, okay, I need to make sure every week that I've done something for each piece of my business. It's like, that's how I kept that on track. But I also did give some things up. Like I had every intention of being like a weekly email list emailer And I was like, that doesn't really have to happen right now. And so my whole business was built on Instagram and only in the last six months or so have I like started using my email list and started tapping into like, oh, maybe I want to try a Facebook group or launch a podcast. Like now I'm stepping into other things. But at the time I was like, I make all my sales on Instagram anyway. So I'm just going to like double down on Instagram instead. Um, So that's, did that answer the question? (laughs) Yeah, no, I love that. I feel like that gives people a little snippet of what you really focus on. So of course, creating your content, but you found that that doesn't need to be as um, intense (laughs) as we tend to think. Oh, I remember when I used to create so much content and then serve your clients, sell, like just mention your offer. Like it's not that it's not as many moving pieces as we tend to think it is. And I remember too, when I was in that phase of like working a lot, the thing you said about Netflix is so funny because that was totally me. I always worked on the couch in front of my TV watching Netflix and I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, you're really working really hard. But I also was working pretty hard, but I was doing, I would spend so much time trying to design stuff and write, um, Mm -hmm. um, gosh, I can't even think of the word batch content, like create like 50 posts in one sitting, like. Stuff that's just not fun and not required. Yeah, totally. And and I know, like, I learned this from you, like, repurposing your content. And, like, now I'm like, yeah, I probably could have done my email list back then. But back then I thought I needed to, like, create a whole new, amazing, mind-blowing piece of content for my email. And now I just copy and paste my Instagram posts and put them in there with, like, a PS, here's how to work with me. Right. <laughs> and and people love it. Like either, either they're a super fan and they see it multiple times because they're a super fan and they follow you around everywhere or they're not. And they probably only see it one time, even if you post it a few places, you know? So good. So any other tips that have helped you? Like, I think what I really want to ask is what would you say to someone right now who's listening? Who's like, ah, oh, that sounds good because I'm listening and I'm in that position where I'm working way more than 20 hours and maybe it feels a little impossible or crazy, or they don't know where to start with doing less. Like, do we have some questions they can ask themselves, some things they can look at? Yes. So I, I'm like, let's admit it right now. I've got scandal pulled up on my computer on Hulu right now because I'm watching it in between client calls today. So like, do I still watch it while I work sometimes? Yes. But I, I'm like, what's the name of this? It's like Pareto's principle or something. And it's like, 
20% of what you do gets you 80% of your results. Mm -hmm. Um, and I remember hearing that and I was like, I bet that's true. (laughs) Like something just like clicked in me. Like, what if that is true? And so I kind of just looked at like, what I would recommend is like, look at everything you do in your business and ask yourself, like, what is actually creating sales? Like what is actually, or like, what is actually creating relationships? What are the most important things on this list? And then prioritize those things because I like knew my feed posts are great for nurturing my audience and having value and blah, blah, blah. But when I was in stories, I made money. Mm -hmm. Like every time I got in stories and made an offer, somebody bought something from me. So what did I do? Instead of doing a feed post, I just like doubled down on stories. And what did that do? It like doubled my income because that 20% of what I was doing in my business really was creating like 80% of the results in my business. So I would like take that principle and be like, what are like the number one things that create the most results in my business? And how can I like cut out some of the other things that aren't as important? Always knowing that like your business can shift and change with you. And eventually, like if you want, you can hire team members. Like when you get to 10K months, You can spend a thousand a month on an assistant that can take your content and repurpose it all over the internet. But right now, what do we need to do to get to 10K months? Like we need to find those, you know, that 20% that's working the most. Yeah, that 80-20 rule when I read, I mean, so many people talk about the 80-20 rule. So I don't really think anyone owns it besides whoever that first creator is. But um, Kate Northrup's book, Do Less, she talks about that. And I had heard that rule a million times as well, but I don't know, it never really hit home for me. But then when I was reading her book about how she did that when she was having her baby and I'm reading her book pregnant, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah. and I realized like we tend to assume that if we want to make more, we need to do more. Right. Or like, you know, people are like, oh, I'm going to start doing YouTube. I'm going to start doing Pinterest. I'm going to, I need it. I need to be better at posting. I need to get better at Instagram or Facebook. And it's like, for some reason, when I read that book in that timing, it hit home for me where it was like, oh, I'm not going to make more. Cause as I'm about to have a baby, I'm also thinking of like scaling to seven figures. And I'm like, well, not only do I not have the choice, like it's not going to come from doing more. It just finally clicked. Like it's not going to come from adding in more platforms and more posts. It's just going to come from doing what already works better. Mm-hmm. That's exactly the book I read. That's so funny. All right. Everybody go out and buy it. <laughs> yeah, everybody needs to buy that book. It's so good. And especially if you're a mom or pregnant or um, cause it's, it's not just for moms, but you know, she has her two little ones too. So resonates. <laughs> yeah, totally. Like it was, it was a life-changing book for me that I recommend to so many people because it did just teach me like, oh, I can do less and I can still make more. And I, I'm on this kick of like telling my clients, like, you don't have to 10 X what you do, like you don't have to 10X your action, but we need to just 10X your belief in what you're already doing. That's like, that is where the magic happens. Spot on, I love it. Oh my gosh, Brooklyn, this was so good. I feel like you gave us so much value just so quickly. So thank you. For people that are listening that are really resonating with you and the type of person that you help and your journey, where can they come follow you? If they're like, I want more Brooklyn. 
Yeah, I am still most active on Instagram. It's the best place to find me and see all the crazy um, olive videos if you're mostly interested in cute toddlers. Yes. That is at the Brooklyn Jolly. So at the Brooklyn Jolly, and it's got an E-Y on the end of Jolly, J-O-L-L-E-Y. And then my uh, website is also brooklynjollycoaching.com. Perfect. And we'll link all of that. So it'll be perfectly linked, spelled correctly, all the things people can find you super easily. Thank you so much, Brooklyn. I loved having you on today. Yes. Thank you. This was so fun. I appreciate being here. Yay. Bye everyone. Real quick before you go, if this episode gave you value, got you inspired, or has you feeling more confident than ever about your big goals, can you do me a quick favor and go leave a review? It would mean the absolute world to me and it helps other powerhouse women just like you find this show, which is truly the best gift that you could ever give me. So thank you in advance for leaving a five-star review. Have a great week and I'll talk to you soon.